Yep. All right, so it's one. One. Two. Two. Three. 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 Welcome to the Multimedia Storage Cabinet (laughs) Oddities. My name is Eri. I'm Serafina. And I'm Andy. And um, the movie that I am feeling like today is The Curse of Existence, because I don't know about you guys, but I'm fucking tired. (laughs) Yeah, I feel that, for sure. The movie that I am feeling most like is The Creature from the Dick Lagoon, definitely, because it's just been a dicky kind of day, you know? And Andy, what about you? Uh, Today I'm feeling like the Amityville BDSM warlock, um, (laughs) because things are a good time. (laughs) <laughs> it really is um all we have to rely on you know at the end of the day so oddlings uh if you're wondering who ambi is we did kind of talk about this but this is episode one of our um we're, we're calling it like queer power hour whatever works really queer horror power hour you know just a bunch of gays hanging out talking about horror hanging out as per fucking huge including ambi our buddy our pal our friend and thank you guys for having me on. I'm excited. We are also excited. And today we are covering Jennifer's Body, which is a fucking smoke show of a movie, in my honest opinion. I know, Serafina, you Iconic. like it about just as much as I do. It's definitely my favorite horror movie. Yeah, it's it's So up we're there. starting off with a banger, straight up. For real, for real. And then, Ambie, is this your first time watching it, or had you seen it before we watched it for the pod? Uh, this was my first time watching it. Oh, a treasure. Really? I didn't know <laughs> yeah, that. Did you yeah. just, like, lose your mind? I thought it was kind of atrocious, but I was very entertained at the that's same time. That's the whole point of it. Okay, yes, okay, that's yeah, what yeah, makes yeah. it good. Yeah, It's I very, like, like twilighty in it that is. sense of, like, it's terrible and we love it. It's like comfort food. It's t- so bad for you, but you just can't stop eating it. Yeah, yeah and I was enjoying just the god-awful, like, 2010s, I call them the dimes. <laughs> I was enjoying, yeah. like, the dimes dialogue. Like, I yes. was like, this is, this is iconic. It that is. is a movie with lines like nobody else. It really, really. Every I was Every single out- line <laughs> is iconic. <laughs> It, it absolutely is. So I did want to say uh, that this movie got a 46% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> we love it. Uh, and then also I wanted to read some one-star reviews uh, on Google about this movie because I just needed to know. So I picked the best two and I will be reading them here for I you today. I to hear those. I'm so excited. <laughs> so the first one is... Not even trying to be sexist. Total chick flick. Not sobering. I recommend the guys to get into this movie was bad. Oh my god. End of review. (laughs) But that's not even the best one, let me tell you. For the second one is is the carrier here. Uh, Quote, I don't like Megan Fox. She didn't get me boners. No. End quote. (laughs) Wrong. Just no. wrong. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> I thought Megan Fox was pretty hot in this movie. Yes, she dude! Kills it. She kills it, like, it. it. Yeah, it was like prime Megan Fox. Yeah. Oh my God. So what year did this movie come out? I did not look, but in my head I want to say 2007. Maybe 2008. Nine. 2009? Yeah. So let me set the scene. We're freshmen in high school. <laughs> Maybe that's why we have such nostalgia for this movie. Yeah, definitely. And I'm telling you right now, there's so many movies I say are like my bio-awakening, right? Yes. thousand percent. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Of Mummy, course. And yes, Jennifer's yes. Body. One thousand uh-huh. percent. Um, 
I also have never in my life as a freshman in high school felt more seen than needy as a character needy because i'm like so like guys let's just stay home like no don't go after the hot yeah. band like they're they're a bad idea and all of my friends were like we're gonna do crazy shit and i'm like that's how you're gonna end up sacrificing the woods and then this movie came out and i was like <laughs> i was a character study for this 1000 percent. and also i would make out with megan fox so like i get yes like, yeah I, just, I get she it she got me also i was always the one in like um the relationships with like the bland white guys so Sonny. like hold on okay speak no, your sorry. truth no 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 speak please your go truth. ahead no 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 this is your thing this is your podcast <laughs> yeah. go ahead um so yeah i definitely when when needy came on and like a bunch of the things she said i was just like oh this is me from 1000 percent. like because i also was like like the, the frizzy blonde-headed one and then like all my friendships and i had a lot of friends who had like like Erie knows exactly who I'm talking about. Is like I had a friend who had like the Megan hair fox, the Megan Fox hair is what I meant to say there, and um, she definitely made a bunch of bad decisions. So seeing Needy just was like, oh, I'm I am seen. This is it. This is my archetype right here. I get. It I, yeah, sure. also really identified with Needy for a very similar reason, but also because I had a high school sweetheart and was dating the same guy most of my high school career. So mm-hmm. I understand what it's like to be that one person in your friend group that has had a boyfriend for like three years. Yep. And uh, it's fucking weird. <laughs> it's a it weird. It's, it's a weird it's feeling a when you're like sixteen. Yeah. 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 And also being in those relationships, knowing fully that like, but like maybe I'm attracted to women also at the same time. Bro, like, yes. This movie just it just spoke to me because I was like, oh, th- this is me. I am yeah. her. Scene. One thousand percent. So I I did want to go over the cast of this movie. Obviously, it's insane. We, it is it is very insane. It's something. Stacked. It is insanely like people. I don't even realize we're in this. Also, can I just say that I did not make the connection that Needy was played by Amanda uh, Seyfried, and she yeah. was in fucking Mean Girls. Yeah, because the characters are so different. Yeah, and that was in the same year, wasn't it? I think it was very close. When did Mean I Girls don't come when out? Mean Girls came out. I think they. Just- I'm googling it. I have no idea. I do feel like they just celebrated their 20th reunion, so was it 2004? 2004. 2004. Yeah. Um, so just to go over, you know, we had Megan Fox. Um, Adam Brody plays the lead singer dude in the band. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny Simmons plays Chip. <laughs> um, <laughs> also, Chris Pratt is randomly in this fucking movie. Like, that was so crazy. Yeah, yeah Chris- He's first, like the dickhead um, cop wannabe in the in the bar uh, in the beginning. The yeah. first single really? scene, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So those are the those are the highlights. Um, it was written by Diablo Cody, who also wrote Juno. Um, yeah, well, the cast is very similar. Yes, yes, it is. The teacher, they're the only teacher you ever see the entire time is the dad from Juno. Oh, that makes sense. And yeah. then they're um, they're not their friend she kind of plays the same character in both I, I don't know what her name is unfortunately um but uh it's the asian girl a teenager i guess um who in juno is like the uh pro-lifer oh you know, okay like, baby has fingernails she sits next to her in 
Uh, she calls her a lesbian gay. Oh yeah, lesbian. Yeah, you were totally lesbian gay. That's the same character. That is so funny. Basically, yeah, we're yeah. gonna go through the movie scene by scene, and we'll uh, we'll talk about some of that stuff. But that's funny. I didn't I didn't connect that. Um, yeah. and then it was directed by Karen Kusama, who um I looked at some stuff that she's done. And the one that stuck out to me was The Invitation. That's, like, the vampire movie that that came out. Yeah, which was decent. We might have to cover that one sometime uh, because it's pretty good for a vampire movie. Because vampire movies be getting fucking crazy, let me tell you. Yeah, definitely. Um, So I did read somewhere that the Jennifer role was originally offered to Blake Lively. Yes, it was. Who turned it down? Which would be crazy. Do you know who You're Blake Lively people. is? Do I know who Blake Lively is? Yeah. Yeah, I know who Blake Lively is. Well, I don't know. Not everyone, you know, has seen Gossip Girl. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then... Yeah, she, she would have been very interesting in that role, I think. Yeah. I think I, Megan Fox was the correct choice. Yes. I don't know what the movie would have been like if... I don't... I can't imagine I someone either. else that other than megan fox in that role i think she did a really fucking good job yeah i agree um and then needy eventually went to amanda but i guess they auditioned emma stone amanda Mm -hmm. Bynes, lizzie kaplan and brie larson for the needy role i could see amanda Bynes in that i could see amanda Bynes in that as well yeah stones is a little uh, i can i understand the emma stone role just because of like the big-eyed like sidekick kind of situation yeah um yeah but no definitely i i just think that they had the perfect cast yes yes i agree um we are gonna get into uh, actual scenes from the movie so like if you haven't seen it i guess stop listening to this but like why the fuck (laughs) haven't you seen this movie um uh so can i speak my truth before you get into that yes of course go ahead speak your truth chip was my favorite part of this movie Okay, yes. It was really hot. Have you seen Scott Pilgrim? Yeah. He's the guy in Scott Pilgrim. I know. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, like, roommate or whatever. When he had, like, his shirt off, and he's like, Mom, I'm in my underwear. I was like, I had to pause and freeze frame, hoping to get a little little frontal shot that was not in here, unfortunately. (laughs) um, You felt the same way I did when um, she lights her tongue on fire, where I was like, oh, Oh, like, yeah, bro. That Pot- made me cringe. I was like, no, oh, it made me oh. gay. Oh yeah, we have different we got different <laughs> things going on. <laughs> so it would hurt. If I had to pick a male to be attracted to, it's definitely the the one emo kid. What was his name? Colin. I was gonna say that. Yeah, uh, Colin. Yeah. I mean, if it wasn't Chip, then it was the it was a psychotic. Uh, or uh, excuse me, it was the lead singer of the band. Okay. Uh, oh, Brody. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But. Chip. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> but Chip. <laughs> Okay, so I wanted to cover some interesting facts about this movie. Some of the stuff I did not know about, which is pretty fucking rad. Um, The original focus of Jennifer's body leaned more towards the horror genre, so the plot itself was surrounding a teenage girl being possessed by a demon, um, and it was supposed to be scarier, like The Exorcist. Um, But... I don't Cody. know if I should save this for later or not, but there is one scene in it that, like, is, in my opinion, like, the scariest, one of the scariest horror movie scenes I've seen in a long time. 
So I definitely think that they didn't lose that completely, but it definitely was not the main focus. I would agree with that. Cody basically said that the more time she invested in the scripting, the more the plot shifts in a new direction, yeah. basically, which makes okay. sense because um, she's also writing Juno at the time, right? And those are yeah. two very, like, if it was true horror, completely different routes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're kind of campy and similar um, in, in this route. Campy and similar and kind of do something that i think a lot of movies don't do which is actually focus on the horror of being a teenage girl yes yes. because juno is not like it's like a heartwarming movie but it's also like low-key a thriller it is yeah i would agree like slowly getting predatorized and also that that movie was definitely free birth control for me i love that movie it's a great movie yeah the vibe the vibe and the soundtrack of both of those movies probably did a lot more to my mental damage than other things during that time uh also the film was made into an unauthorized musical uh oh, what? It, yeah it was titled jennifer's body the unauthorized musical from hell oh, <laughs> um the musical which began its run back in march of 2018 included um pitch perfect's shelly regner from glee star Lindsay pierce um and matt shively so they had, like an insane cast for it being unauthorized an unauthorized music yeah yeah i'm That's sad crazy. that i didn't you know wasn't that into musicals at the time and like mm-hmm. the internet was different then it was you're part correct. of the fine stuff like that um the other thing i could mention this later but i'm gonna mention it now because it's in my interesting fact section the black vomit scene um. where she's like projectile vomiting that is chocolate syrup really yeah it's actually a practical effect like they ran a tube that. up the side of her and and used it chocolate looks syrup very for practical it. Effect-y, so that yes it looked very good i was very impressed by I it i love this movie yeah uh, even as we're sitting here talking about it it just holds such a special place in me it's yeah. crazy. I love it. All right, so now I'm going to get into a synopsis of the movie. Uh, we're going to go through it bullet by bullet and kind of talk about each scene so that we can, you know, make sure we cover everything. So first... Let's sink into it. Let's really put our teeth in here, you know? Uh-huh. Like we're eating um, a Boys. teenage boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the opening scene depicts Needy, right? Um, as she is a violent inmate in a correctional facility and at this point we don't know why um but she's being a straight up badass and kicking people Mm -hmm. um she's out angry yes very angry so we kind of get a glimpse of that before we get into the um fun carefree high school life that we're gonna live for the next rest of the movie until the end (laughs) so we start getting scenes of Needy and uh, Jennifer. Uh, we get that whole scene where Needy is sitting on the bleachers watching Jennifer cheerlead. That's where we get the, what was it, lesbian gay? You guys are totally lesbian gay. Because she's like kind of like checking her out. Like she's definitely like, you can feel the love. Oh yeah, they like wave at each other and it's yeah, like, it's they're, very they're queer. Besties. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's more than best. It's way more than besties. The subtext you can't tell is me. heavy yeah the subtext do be heavy so yeah the friend comes in and goes you guys are totally lesbian gay which i loved at the time yeah quality content um so then we move on to jennifer and well technically we go into the scene where needy is talking to chip right in her house i believe and like her mom's not Mm -hmm. home because that's like a common theme is that her mom's like 
belt off with the mm-hmm. one hand, and I was like, oh. <laughs> one hand. Um, and as Needy and Chip are kind of talking, and I guess he's taking his belt off sexually with one hand, which I did not notice at all, so thanks for that, Ambie. Um, Needy just, like, stops what she's doing, and she's like, Jennifer is here. Um, and then, like, she has some sort of, like, sixth sense or whatever. The she gay penetrates it's, the walls. Yes. Oh, no. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's, like, a knock at the door, and then, of course, Jennifer is actually there, because they are lesbian gays, and they are connected to each other in every way. Oh, um, and Jennifer's like, hey, man, let's go to a bar. I have my parents' car for the evening, which is such a fucking high school thing. It's time for us to go to this fucking... They're acting like it's a club, basically, but really it's this, like, yeah. small-town, podunk, yeah. hole-in-the-wall bar. But that's how it is when you're a teenager. You make everything, like, way more romantic than it should be. Oh, yeah, because you're going to places that aren't checking your IDs. Yeah, and exactly. fun fact, a place that's not checking IDs is not what I would call a fine establishment as yeah, someone yeah. who frequented a hookah bar underage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and it had a hole in the wall the size of a fucking 400 pound person that you just had to stare at whenever you went to the bathroom. Um, Sorry, that- I just had to pee really bad one time and just Kool-Aid manned it, you know? <laughs> you know, you're just feeling it. Um, so they're going to this bar to see this band play, which we find out later is Low Shoulder? Low Shoulder. Like, what the fuck? Can I say, before they get to this, because... Uh, Chip is telling them not to go. Don't yes. go. It's not safe. Stay here with me. We were just about to have fun. Like, why are you leaving me? Blah, blah, blah. And Jennifer turns to him. And this is in 2009. And she says, eat my ass, Chip. And I think that's like the first. Like, did she start like everyone being so like open about that? Because I don't feel like I felt like when I watched that movie the first time I was like damn like tell him but now it's like pretty common for like people to be like you know to like say that kind of stuff yeah like ass eating became way more like did like did Jennifer start a movement is that what happened here (laughs) oh well Um, I'm glad you mentioned that because I also skipped over the scene where um they are like play pushing each other and Jennifer pushes needy a little too hard for some reason that triggers my um secondhand embarrassment like really bad Mm -hmm. I don't know why I think maybe because i'm the friend that got pushed too hard all the time maybe so whenever i watch this movie i skip that scene because of how much it makes me cringe i get that no so also she says after she says eat my ass chip and then she says um you know like you're just acting like this because you're jello because needy wants to spend time with me and you're just jello you're lime green jello and for some reason lime Lime (laughs) green jello it's just so good yeah it's great Great that dialogue. is such a two thousands <laughs> thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You're jello. You're yeah. so jello. Lime green jello. Yeah. So then they get to the bar and you know everyone's like getting their drinks or whatever beforehand, and of course Jennifer gets in there and multiple guys are like, Hey Jennifer, because you know she's she's the hottie with the body that everyone wants. Um, also, you'll you'll see in media and in real life, there's nothing hotter to all men ever than, like, uh, well, all straight men, other than, like, a 16-year-old girl pretending to be older than she is. Facts. Aren't, like, acting or mature. Young, too. They all know yeah. she's underage. They're all very aware. Even Chris Pratt's character is, like, a grown adult, like, in the police academy and knows yep. that she's, like, a junior in high school. Yeah. 
doesn't stop him though. It does she not. Knows what she wants, man. She mm, yeah, fun fact: she's yeah. a minor. Yeah, like that does not change. <laughs> no, that's what yeah. I'm saying. It's like, yeah, okay. Huh. Uh. Yeah, very interesting. And also, uh, when they get to this bar with this, I say bar. It's basically like a VFW. <laughs> it really is with like a stage. Um. And Needy says, sorry, I just remembered this. Needy says, how are you even going to get drinks? And she says, I'm going to play Hello Titty with the bartender. Yes. <laughs> and what's really funny is they then show the bartender and the bartender is like a butch lesbian. Literally. So you're like, all right, go off. Like, you're we're like, queer uh... from the get go. <laughs> Love that. So then Jennifer does indeed play... Um... Hello, Hello Titty dude. with the bartender because she goes up to the low shoulder dudes and they're kind of like talking to her. I guess you would consider it flirting. They just have, they seemed creepy to me from like the get go. So yeah, like, they're definitely scumbags. Like yeah. the vibe is scum from the get go. And she, Jennifer's too big for this town. Yeah. She wants out. She thinks these guys are going to be her ticket to like get out there, like a taste of clout. So, so when she's like laying it on thick, yeah, and then when they're like being creepy and quote like flirting with her or whatever, she's like, "Hell yeah, let's let's let me uh yeah. go get you some drinks." So she goes and and gets drinks, and while she's gone, Needy is kind of um in the corner and is like listening to the low shoulder guys talk about how um Jennifer has to be a virgin because she all girls that are like that in these small towns are virgins right um and they're just talking about it and needy goes up to them and is like yeah she's a fucking virgin fuck you guys um she wants uh she wants them to leave her alone yeah and she's trying to like protect her friend yeah Uh, which is a huge mistake oh yeah no and she literally just fed them the information that they wanted which we'll find out later also, um, before we move on, I'm so sorry to interrupt you, but I do have to tell you guys the the shot in Jennifer's body that she goes to get them at the bar. Yes. She comes back. They're 9-11 tribute shots. Are they really? <laughs> yeah, because they're like uh, blue. They're red. They're red, red white, and blue, and blue, like towers. Yeah. yeah. So it's like blue, cur- blue curacao and vodka and like grenadine. Yeah, Two so towers. She literally says it too. Oh, oh my wow. god. She also says yeah, that you have wow. to drink them fast or they'll turn brown or something like that yeah, too. Yeah, she does for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of awesome because I only watched this once and so your guys' like encyclopedia knowledge of this is like, <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I missed that. Yeah, luckily, yeah. Seraphine is like real deep into this, so... Yeah, I remember, I have, like, a really nice memory. Well, it's not nice, because I remember it way too fucking much, but <laughs> it's pretty nice. Um, but, yeah, I I just remember, like, as a freshman in high school being like, damn, because I had never really heard anyone, like, talk shit about 9-11 or, like, do anything. But there's, like, a bunch, like, there's, like, a, a actually kind of, like, a lot of 9-11 jokes in this movie, which is kind of funny. I did pick up on a few of them, I think. At least I yeah. thought. I was like, is that a 9-11 reference? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so after Jennifer gets back with the shots, um, Low Shoulder is now doing Low Shoulder things, and, uh, her and Needy have a little bit of dialogue where Needy's like, they think you're a virgin, and that's what I told them, and she goes, I'm not even a backdoor virgin anymore, um, thanks no. to, uh, Chris Pratt's character, whatever his yeah. name was, like, bro, she's like, hold on, yeah, I have the IMDb pulled up a little. It's like Connie or Corny. Roman. Or- it's Roman. Roman. Which is my car's name. I, why did I forget that? Oh, my God. 
Yeah, she's like, I'm not even a backdoor virgin anymore. <laughs> yeah, due to Roman. I do remember them saying that now. Yeah. Funny as fuck. So then um, they start playing their demon music and um, the bar catches on fire. Um, literally everything just starts burning. They're screaming. Everyone's like, time to get out. And then Jennifer and Needy get out through a window in the bar bathroom. This needy is protecting Jennifer again as she tries mm-hmm. to do over and over again. We'll see that as she a demon. She's the mom friend. Yeah. She's no, she's the gay friend, bro. She's like, I gotta protect my girlfriend. What do you mean? <laughs> um, so they make it out into the parking lot, and the low shoulder guys are standing there being creepy next to their fucking creepy ass van. Eighty nine rapist. Fucking creepy van. And they're like, you guys should get in our van and go with us. And Needy's like, that's like the number one rule of existing as a person in the wild is to not do that. And Jennifer's, and Jennifer's like, like, okay. Yeah, Jennifer's well, no. like, <laughs> she's like, she's like in shock. And Adam Brody's character, the main guy of Low, Low Shutter, which I don't remember what his name um, is. Um, his um, name is Nikolai. Nikolai. Okay. Um, he says he's like we should get in my van i think that's the safest place to be and needy's like no we shouldn't and he's like oh i think we should is this one in shock good yep that's what he says and that's when you're like oh my god this guy's really the worst because jennifer's like, definitely like out of it like yeah, she's, she's like in shock she's like not even moving he's hold like he's moving her body for her basically yeah and then she kind of comes to for a second and was like yeah i'm gonna go with them because she's like basically tells needy like fuck off i don't want i don't I want to yeah. go with them and yeah. gets into the van with them. And That's the door, cool. which the scene of the door closing is like fucking horrifying because she's uh-huh. sitting like right in the sliding door of the van, like sitting down because there's no seats in it, obviously, because it's a rapist van. Um, yeah. and, and the just, door just like closes. Yeah. yeah. And then I do they, like, they pull off. I do like yeah. the way when it closes and then you just kind of like, you know, I watched her get in that van and you just see like this big explosion come from the building behind her. Yeah. And Oh. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So then we go back to Needy. Needy makes it back to her house where there's a note there from her mom saying that she's not going to be home because she's working. Mm-hmm. Um, she talks to Chip on the phone and tells Chip like the bar burnt down and that everything was okay. Um, and then she starts hearing weird noises in her house, which yeah. I think it's important to note. She can tell when Jennifer is around, so. Mm-hmm. But here, she's not like, oh, it's Jennifer. She hears noises in her house, and yeah. she's just concerned. Which is, like, the first hint that, like, this isn't completely Jennifer anymore. Jennifer is not here anymore. Yeah. So, she goes downstairs, and Jennifer is, like, in her kitchen. And Jennifer looks fucked up. Like. Yeah. Like, covered, co- in covered in blood, completely fucked up. And mm-hmm. the whole scene is dark, other than light from th- an open refrigerator door, which is honestly yeah. really cool. Like, it frames the it. The photography in this is great. Yeah, it oh, frames it in a really cool way. Sorry, I, I hate cutting people off. Oh, you're good, go ahead. I was going to say, I love the cinematography in this movie. That was, like, the number one thing I noticed. Besides the amazing, like, dimes dialogue in it, it's just, like, the cinematography was honestly... For, like, a little, like, laugh-at-itself horror movie, which is how I took it, I just thought that the cinematography was fantastic. Yes. It's very indie cinematography focus, which is yes. fun for a horror movie. Yeah. I think it makes horror movies feel more legitimate, honestly, when they yeah. feel more indie. Um, it makes it a little bit more grungy. So, Jennifer... 
then just starts shoving food in her mouth from inside of the fridge. Um, I think it's like it's Needy- ground beef. Yeah, it's ground beef, like yeah. uncooked. And Needy is like, "Yo, that's my mom's." And Jennifer's just like, "Fucking has not said a word at this point, right?" Yeah. Uh, and then she burps and then vomits all over the fucking floor. Yeah. All over the fucking floor. All over the fucking place. All over the place. And Needy is just in it. Like, uh, what the fuck do I fucking do here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then... Actually, it's raw chicken. Reading my oh, bullet point chicken? here. Which is somehow worse. Mm-hmm. Something yeah. about raw chicken yeah. is... Yeah. The texture is not okay. No. Yeah. Um, so then Jennifer, like, shoves Needy against the wall and is, like asking her if she's afraid of her and needy's like i don't know what the fuck is happening here hello and then jennifer just like leaves <laughs> yeah, she's out. see you later so then we go on to the next day where um needy is in school by herself and um i think they kind of frame it as in she's like Jennifer's like dead or something's wrong like so, like something's really wrong with Jennifer right because we have Usually, that whole yeah. scene. So she's she, also in shock. Yes, because um, the teacher is like talking about what happened at the bar and how people died and how people were missing and all of this other stuff. Um, and then while that is happening, Jennifer shows up and looks incredible. Insane Do- glow up from the flow up. Does not look like she has been covered in blood and eating raw chicken out of someone's fridge. Like, looks perfect. And Needy is looking at her like, what the fuck? What the actual fuck? And then they're still talking about the tragedy at the bar, right? And then Jennifer starts making jokes about people dying at the bar. And and Needy's like, God, Jennifer, you're so fucking insensitive. Like, what the fuck? Well, yeah, because Jennifer goes, um, do we know anybody? And Needy turns, like, so slowly looks at her and goes, we know everybody. Right, because it's a like, small that's town. that's disconnected she is from this already. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then we go on to the scene where it's, like, the high school football captain, right? And he's, like, mm-hmm. outside because he's mourning the death of his friend, which we see in the beginning of the bar scene. Jennifer basically, like, ignored him because <laughs> he yeah. tries to hit on her. Um, and Jennifer shows up and is talking to this guy, and they're, like, standing outside, and it's just them. Um, and Jennifer comes up to him and starts being, like, kind of flirty, and she's like, your friend? said we would make a banging couple yeah it's like banging hello banging a banging couple a banging couple so they start they go into the woods because he's like oh hell yeah i'm gonna get my dick wet and uh they start making out in the woods and as they are doing that they are surrounded by a whole bunch of animals yeah. like just a fuck ton of it like deer squirrel they're all like watching and the guy literally the guy is like uh jen and she looks around she's like oh yeah okay whatever and just keeps doing what she's doing like when no save the deer's eyes okay like right come on um so they start making out and having a really good time and then she unhinges her fucking jaw like a goddamn anaconda and eats him basically (laughs) yeah um I will say that there are scenes of her, like, cupping her hands and, like, drinking his blood, and it's hot as fuck. I'm not even gonna lie to you. And I also... Yeah, go off. 
Is she eating their um I don't know if I should say the word on the podcast, but you can say whatever you want. Is she eating their dick? No. Yeah. Okay. No. It's fully like intestines and like heart. Blood. Yeah, it's not like a sexual thing. It's like specifically like she's eating them for for food. Yes. Okay. There was a scene where the angle looked kind of weird, and I was like, "Did she? Oh my god!" No, no, it's mostly their intestines. Yeah. Well, good for her. Go off. Also, the outfit she's wearing in this, where she's wearing like this, like little, like yellow half sweater, changed my life. Yes, dude. Yes. Changed me as a person forever. And then you know what she does after she eats this fucking man? She uh, skinny dips in a lake and cleans herself off. Also, an iconic scene. Yep. Fucking incredible. Um, But it also shows like how disconnected. Like she's not Jennifer. No, no. This is this is obviously a demon. Yeah. Um. And then the principal, I believe, finds him, right? And then there's, like, a whole yeah. bunch of people freaking out about them finding a dead body. Um, there the scene. Yeah, the mom's there. And then, like, I guess he was Chip's neighbor. Mm-hmm. So later we have another scene where Chip is like, Needy, what the fuck happened to this guy? And Needy's like, bro, some things ain't mathed. Things are not mathed. <laughs> something's wrong with Jennifer. Like- favorite lines and i can't remember but he was like she's sitting in the ro- in the in the window like some robot alien zombie something or another but it was mm-hmm. just so 2010s i was like i love that line yeah <laughs> yeah it was amazing, amazing. it was it, yeah yeah so um after that i believe we also have the scene where jennifer and needy are on the phone together and jennifer's like i'm a fucking god and we have the whole yep. scene where oh, she's yeah. burning her tongue uh this it's fucking me if god exists it's fucking me it's fucking jennifer it's it is it is that scene is one of the most iconic horror movie scenes it oh, is so iconic because she's like falling. She's so narcissistic, right? Because she's a demon who's like been blessed to be falling into this body. Oh, she's like a, she's basically. a succubus now, basically. So like yeah. she's falling in love with herself in a mirror, and needy. And it's like a split screen, so like needy's like freaking out, like yeah, realizing how bad it is. So like the juxtaposition is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it's I so ask good. why you two find her burning her tongue hot. Um, uh, we, big, don't need to, we don't need to get into it. We don't need to. All right, that's fine. That's mom, fine. Place. I get it. mom, and or my therapist, if you're listening to this, stop listening. It's because I'm a masochist and a sadist, yeah. and um, I think it's really it's pain in a sexual way. Okay, and therefore right. it's hot. Sure. Yeah, and I'm also not. it's very like it's like we said earlier. Like if God exists, it's fucking hurt. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah. It's. Me it's... I was like, oh my god. Uh. <laughs> no, it's it's like very much, um, especially like you know, thinking like we're in high school, we're young, um, with powerful women. Yeah, sure. very okay. like a a powerful woman, and to kind of frame it in like the horror is queer aspect, it is a powerful woman who's a monster and is using mm-hmm. that monster ability to become more powerful. Mm-hmm. And that is both very gay and very hot. <laughs> because mm-hmm. when you are, and I, we've all experienced this, right? When you are not straight, you are kind of on the outcasts and you, you're you kind of the monster. You're kind of Frankenstein's monster. And in this case, 
Jennifer became a monster and is still a fucking hot man-eater and is, like, infiltrated society instead of, like, being a monster that's not integrated in society anymore. And that's, like, giving her an advantage. Yeah. Okay. I feel you. All right. Also, I just like seeing Megan Fox's tongue. Also, just Megan Fox. Anything she does, I'm like, okay. It was all mother. Go off. That's yeah, right there. Let me tell you. Facts, bro. Fuck it. I'm so excited. I I um I'm gonna mention this now, but I read in Fangoria that she is going to be in a mm-hmm. horror movie soon where she is an AI. Yep. I'm so fucking excited for. Her. She could do it. I just love that she's still doing horror. Like, good for well, her. I will say this is one of those movies where she's still proud of it. Oh like, yeah. People have asked her on red carpets and stuff, like, what's your favorite movie you've done? Or, like, what's that? And she always goes back to Jennifer's body because she's like, this is the first time that I was I was a monster and I wasn't just this, like, sexual being. Like, if you look at her in Transformers, like, Michael Bay used every opportunity he could to sexualize her. And she's yeah. like, my sexualization in this movie is a weapon. Yes. Yep. And she's she's proud of what she did with this movie because it has basically become like a feminist a problematic cult film yes it is it's a cult classic for sure yeah Yeah. that's why like i I read the rotten tomatoes score earlier because to be quite frank with you it doesn't fucking matter for movies like this it really doesn't because they get adopted into the horror community and they are loved forever infinitely and also the idea that someone left a one star that said megan fox didn't give me a boner is is a five-star review (laughs) because this movie is supposed to make men scared yes this is a horror movie for men and a good for her movie for women yes this is definitely a good for her movie i agree with that um so we get out of our iconic life-changing gay um lighter scene and now we are forced to listen to that stupid fucking low shoulder through the trees song over and over and over again which will become a theme for the rest of this fucking movie i fucking hate it i hate it so basically if you haven't seen this movie i don't know why you're listening to this but low shoulder decides that they're going to make themselves famous in this opportunity um, and you be the clout goblins that they are and make a song called Through the Trees that's like a in-memorial song for the 17 people who died at the bar. Yeah. And it plays constantly. Over and over again. Over and over. You 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 hear that song more than any other song in the movie. Yeah. And it's awful. It's so bad, but it's the trope of um, like this weird thing we do in America of like um we go through something tragic and then we'll post like boston strong and then like never care yes. about boston again kind of vibe. profile picture. thoughts and yeah, prayers exactly so yeah. like this is like the whole thing which is really interesting because we all know how terrible they are as a, a movie watcher but like we're basically put in needy's shoes because needy knows that low shoulder is just a group of terrible men who like rape and murder on a friday night's a fun time for them yeah like the rest of everyone around her thinks they're like great people and there's like a fan club that's actually what i was leading up to because in this scene we have like uh them talking about how low shoulder is doing this and that for devil's kettle by the way that's the name of this area we didn't mention that that's the name of the the small town is is devil's kettle so seven thousand 
Yep. yep. Um, so everyone's like, yeah, Low Shoulder's doing this and that, and they're like donating 3% of their earnings or whatever. And Needy like interrupts them. It was like, dude, they suck ass. They're the worst. And everyone looks at her like, you're fucking insane. They're heroes. Yeah. Like, what do you fucking mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. So then we have, like, a month of time passing by, and Jennifer's succubus efforts are starting to wear off. She's looking all pale and gross. Um, as gross as Megan Fox can look, honestly, which yeah. really is not, <laughs> like... She um, still looks, like, probably better than most of us, but, like, she yeah, does look bad. Different, yeah. She does yeah, not she, look good. She, she does looks not crusty. Yeah, she does. She does. Um... So her and Needy are walking the school hallways, and here comes Colin Gray, who I would describe as your basic, like, emo kid. He's got, like, eyeliner on. He's wearing, like, the sleeves. He's very much like the... Yeah, yeah. yeah, He's very much like the atypical emo dude, bro. like, Hot Topic wished... Yes. Like, they were serving what he serves. Literally. <laughs> literally. Um, and he, like, says something to Needy and Jennifer. Um, he says to Needy, like, which is interesting, because he, he and Needy are friends. Yes, it, they have a class friends. together. Yeah, They have class together. They have, they, it's an English class, so, like, they have, like, poetry, homework together, blah, blah, blah. He's, you like, know, deep, emo boy artist, shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and he says, like, in front of her and Chip, like, well, I'm glad you didn't die. And she's like, thanks, me too. And Chip's like, how dare he talk to you like that? Like, you're my girlfriend. That's my girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, and you're like, brother, like, he just said, I'm glad you didn't die. If that's the bar, like, the bar's in hell. You need to calm Um, the fuck down. Yeah, definitely. I don't think, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think Chip said anything there, did he? He just looked really, like, pissed, like, really jealous, He Once they leave, he says something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yep. Um, so then um Colin also hits on Jennifer a little bit and Jennifer kind of rebuffs him, but as they're walking away, um Needy is like, you know, Jennifer, he's actually like a really nice guy. Like he's kind of cool. I like him. And then Jennifer t- Jennifer's like, Hell yeah, opportunity for some nommy noms. Time to invite this man out on a date. So she starts hitting on him back. Um, doesn't she say something stupid? Like she says like something about a movie in that scene. Oh, she says, um, I just rented the movie Aquamarine. I guess this girl's like half sushi. She probably fucks people with her blowhole or something. Yep, that's that's what it was. <laughs> that's that's what it was. Yep, iconic, of course. Um, and they exchange phone numbers and Jennifer's like, I'll invite you over to my house and we'll hang out later. Colin's like, hell yeah, hottest girl in the school, we gon' fuck. So then... Um, we get to a scene that's kind of a dual purpose scene where we're, we're seeing two different scenes like flashing back between them, right? Mm-hmm. So one scene is Needy and Chip are going to have sex for the first time because they've never done the deed and they're getting ready to do it. Um, I think that scene is filmed so perfectly, like the awkward, like he doesn't it's know how to so put on awkward. a condom. Yeah. It's per- it, is the per- it is perfect for like a losing your virginity in high school scene in my mm-hmm. honest opinion. They did a great job. Um, and then we're flashing to Colin, who is driving to what he thinks is Jennifer's house, but the longer you're watching Colin drive, you're realizing that he's driving into a neighborhood that's, like, obviously under construction, and none of the houses have people in them. Yeah, no one lives here. He's going to a a house that has not had anyone living in it. It's very much so. Doesn't even have walls. Very many walls, anyway. You can see, like, the studs, like... 
bare bones. The Dexter plastic is, like, waving in the wind. Literally, yeah. So he walks into this house where he can hear music playing. He gets up to the second floor, and Jennifer's there. Um, And I think she has, like, some candles going on. Yeah, it's like the mood has been set for yeah. a sacrifice. But he doesn't know that. He just thinks it's sexy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, while that is happening, we're still getting flashbacks of Needy and Chip awkwardly fucking the fucking is happening uh needy is obviously not in it as in like her brain is elsewhere like she is she is seeing something and that something is not the horrible virginity losing sex that she's having with chip right now uh (laughs) she's somewhere else and that other place is just as bad basically yeah dude hating on chip he's doing his best okay so (laughs) Get back to Jennifer and Colin. Uh, they're making out, having a good time. Jennifer does that. Th- There's a scene where like her eyes flash to something different. It's like she a has demon those, eye. Like, white contacts in. Yeah, they look way better than that. But and he's like, oh shit. Yeah, Colin's no like, oh fuck, like this something. Yeah. yeah, and then she fucking eats him. Rips his ass apart. And, Absolutely like, destroys him. On the wall, it looks really cool. It does look very cool. Like you see the blood splashing on the wall. There's, like, rats running around. Yeah, 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 the rats are crazy, too. Um, This is the part where I say the scariest scene I've ever seen in a horror movie, because while you said Needy is, like, seeing flashes of this, she sees a flash afterwards of, like, Colin being all, like, fucked up, and Jennifer, like, on the construction, looking like a fucking gargoyle. Oh, yeah, she's, like, on, yeah, she's, like, on her... so fucking scary. How would you describe that? It's, like, she's kind of, like, squatting. Yeah, like she looks like do. a gargoyle. Like, she's, yeah, like, yeah. squatting on a corner, like, yeah. and she just, she's, like, gray and, like, covered in blood, and her yeah. eyes are white, and she has the scariest smile on. It genuinely, like, nothing in that movie scares me, because it's not that scary, because obviously they took a, a writer's course out of out of scary. But, like, that scene itself, like, there's times at night where, like, I hear a noise and my brain plays that. And I'm like, okay, okay, let's not do that. Like, that's not cool. Because it is. It's, like, very, like, shocking, like, how scary that one scene is. I'm glad you, yeah, I'm glad you brought that scene up. Because I thought that scene was, like, really, really intense. And I was like, oh, this is, like, a drastic change from the rest of the movie. But, I don't know, what I really liked about that, and I guess, like, Let's talk teenage boy for a second, because you guys, <laughs> I can't relate to anything when you guys are like, yeah. Let's girl, let's get your lot. perspective. We need that. So the chip scene is done flawlessly. Hear me out, as someone who <laughs> reluctantly had sex with a woman when he was sixteen and hated every second of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I'm sitting there, I'm like, and in your head the whole time you're thinking, right, am I doing a good job? Am I doing a good job? So what's happening is needy is sitting there, and and they're like missionary, and Chip is just has the most unrhythmic strokes going on you will ever see it is yeah. a bad white process happening and like what's happening is she's seeing flashes of uh uh jennifer eating homeboy and at the same time she's also picturing like the dead football player the dead jock whatever he was like she's seeing him sitting in that chair and chips room or whatever and she's freaking yeah. out and she's making like these gasping <laughs> she's mm-hmm. like breathing heavy in ships like yeah i'm doing it hell yeah buddy has smirk on his face like idiotic and it just makes me laugh because that is so like he's so innocent it says he thinks that he's just like killing it and then when she kind of like she starts screaming he's like okay i don't think i'm doing that good a job and so he asked her he's like what's wrong am i hurting you and she can't say anything and then he goes with the stupidest freaking grin in the world goes am i too big and i (laughs) 
fucking died. <laughs> I lie because like it's this whole awkward teenager story plus horror elements and like that encapsulated awkward teenage boys so perfectly well like it was spot on i was dying i was like that's fucking relatable see and i think that's where i give so much credit to the writer for like why i said like juno and also this is like a like a teenage female horror because it shows how much like he's not connected to his partner to even like realize in the moment like that she's going through something like he's like not not seeing that at all and yep. being like am i too big like imagine yeah. <laughs> like a full panic attack and a man says that to you you're like wait it's no 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 teenage no. boy having sex for the first time that's all he's focused on her mind is anywhere yeah. but and that's the only thing in the world that's existing to him right now yeah exactly. he's just so idiotic about it but it just it was perfect like it was literally perfect i was because no, like you can see that happening in real life i mean I, and that's what i mean like i think a, there's I don't know a single woman who probably hasn't been in that scenario, i.e. not the best friend being a demon, but, like, your <laughs> brain is somewhere else and you're just, like, having sex with somebody. And, like, they don't realize at all that, like, you're not even, like, kind of there. Yeah. Like, the writing is so good because, like, it's something that happens in real life. Like, that's a real-life experience written there, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The dumbass smirk that went across his face, I was like, yeah. oh, God. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, it's awful. No, uh we appreciate no, that. We didn't have input. we don't have penises and didn't have them back then, so they're a joy. They are just a joy to have and to partake in. But anyway, continue. <laughs> so uh after that, um Needy abruptly leaves Chip's house and is frantically driving home in her mom's car, only to find uh and hit with said car, I believe. Slash Jennifer jumps on the roof of uh, yeah. her mom's car. Jennifer running around on all fours like a fucking animal covered in blood. Yeah. Horse girl. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. horrifying. Very much so, like, I'm taking the stairs and I'm eight years old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> my, other, my other favorite part is that Jennifer's always wearing outfits that are, like, white or, like, yellow or pink. So, like, anytime yeah. she's eating someone, it's like, you can blood. fucking tell. Like, it's fucking... She's it's a walking happening. crime scene. Yeah. So she jumps on the top of Needy's mom's car and makes a giant fucking dent in it. And Needy is like, what the actual fuck? And then... Yeah, she sees her in, like, a flash. Yes. She doesn't know if it's real or not because she just had that panic attack. And she, yeah. like, slams on the brakes and then Jennifer jumps on top of the car. Yeah. She's looking around frantically and the camera work is perfect there. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So then Needy gets home and Needy is like, I think in this scene, she's actually like yelling for her mom, but her mom's yeah, not home. Out. Yeah. 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 Uh, and she makes it up to her room. And who is in her room but Jennifer? Boothing Jennifer, who at this point is completely clean and is mm -hmm. in Needy's bed wearing one of Needy's t-shirts in her She's underwear. back to pristine perfect Jennifer cuz she's yeah, eaten she's now. Yeah. Underwear, like oh my god. Yeah. Literally. Yes. And Jennifer is like needing you. Why the fuck are you freaking out, dude? Like everything's good. We we can hang Yeah, and Jennifer Jennifer's like, "But we can we can play boyfriend and girlfriend like we used to." Okay, that was um, they, they be banging, right? I was gonna ask yeah, that. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> they I definitely going on. Yeah, they definitely be making out at slumber parties. Okay, 
That's yeah. my guess. Uh, and then they they make out, and um, I read somewhere where Amanda, right, is the actress who plays Needy. Um, yeah. She was saying that it was the perfect kiss because her and Megan kiss the same way. Uh, and yeah, it was, was a, a good mean? time. I don't know, but it sounded gay and I was in. It yeah. just makes me think like they enjoyed it as much as we did, which makes me very happy to hear, I guess. Yes. Enjoy the scene more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was an yeah. enjoyable scene overall, to be honest with you. 10 out of 10. So Five then. Stars, Megan Fox gave me boner. Megan Fox okay. did give me boner. You right. <laughs> Megan so, Fox did, did not give me boner, but I can appreciate the beauty. There you go. That's fair. We we appreciate that. I save my boners for Chip. Anyways, um, go ahead. <laughs> so then, uh, Needy's like, so what the fuck happened to you? And then Jennifer finally goes into the story of what happened with Low Shoulder, and we actually get the flashback. So basically, what happens is Low Shoulder. It is very brutal. This is this is a scene where I was reading some of the um, like writers and producer stuff and it was like a very hard scene to film it's a hard scene to yeah. watch it made me uncomfortable it made yeah me uncomfortable. it really did yeah yeah trigger warning for that scene if you haven't seen this movie which i don't know why you're still here um <laughs> if you haven't um but that's uh sexual assault like for sure trigger yeah, warning going into that scene so they take her to the whirlpool which is why the area is called devil's kettle it's basically one of those things where you could like throw shit in there and like it, it goes somewhere and you they don't know where it goes right yeah um, they're like scientists yeah. threw trackers down there and they never showed back up kind yeah of I thought they were oranges um so the entire band uh basically at this point you know, they're in the woods next to this big whirlpool, and Jennifer knows something's wrong. Um, and she's scared, obviously, because she's surrounded she's by a bunch too. of... She's Yeah, drunk and in yeah. shock, right? Because the and whole yeah, bar blew up. From yeah. Die at the bar. Yeah. Um, and she's kind of like, um, I'm a virgin, I don't know what I'm doing, like, you guys don't have to do this, basically. And they're like, we do have to do this. And basically, you find out that the band is trying to find a virgin to sacrifice so that they can get their fame. So yeah. that they can uh, become no, yeah, rich and famous. I actually, I know what they say, because it's one of my favorite lines. Yes, go on. They, they, so basically, um, Adam Brody or uh Nicolaj or the lead singer of Low Shoulder is going on this long melodramatic villain monologue mm -hmm. basically and he says well we're just a small town band unless you get on Letterman or some stupid indie soundtrack <laughs> Satan is our only hope and that line cracked me up and I, I like Satan the scene is, is our so only hope but that line was hilarious. And then it just gets worse from there. Like as he and like she's pleading for her life. I mean, she's like, "Please don't kill me." Or like at this point, I think she's just gonna. She thinks she's just gonna be assaulted. Yeah, yeah. So she's like, "Please don't do this." Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I am a virgin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like she, like all of her confidence has been stripped away, kind of thing. And they're all laughing. Yes. Like the guys are all laughing. It's a fun night for them. They're having a great time. They're singing pop songs. Mm -hmm. They're about to get their fame, so they're all just elated. Yes. You know, they they're care. so happy. All they have to do is kill this girl, and they'll be so happy. Um, and then they start ramming a Bowie knife into her, and the yep. guy's like, Bowie? Nice. Like, literally, like, 
because yeah. he's a pop, like Bowie's a pop star. Also, uh, while we're talking about one-liners, I did forget to mention while she's killing or before she starts killing Colin, and they're in like they're making out in the construction. She says to him, "Nice hardware, Ace." And for some reason, <laughs> I forgot about that. It's just so good. I just well, I didn't want to. So I didn't want to say that like to set the scene for people. For like, I mean, honestly, I guess like. Emily said, if you're listening to this point, you've probably seen it, but, like, they're singing 8675309 yeah. Yeah. how they're brutally murdering yes. her. And there, it is, they show the whole thing. They yeah. are stabbing her to the fucking hilt with this Bowie knife. Well, and what's like, sad you can is that, hear like, the knife hitting the wood underneath her. Yeah. yeah. And like, what's sad is that, like, it. she's terrified, and then he, like, basically tells her he's gonna kill her, and then he starts to sing, and you can see almost this look of hope flash across her face, like, it's a joke, it's hopefully. Or something. Yeah, a yeah. joke, yeah, you yeah. See, and, and that credit to Megan's Fox acting, because I don't think she gets enough credit for it, but, like, she didn't look like, hopeful. She's like, oh, like, oh, my God, like, wait, really? And then in an instant, he just stabs her. There's no, like, warning. He just goes. Yeah. And it's like, it's like oh, shit. He, like, he, like winds <laughs> up, too, where he's like, eight, six, and then he just slams it into her. It's crazy. And then yeah. they just keep singing while he's murdering her. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yep. So but here's the twist. The yep. twist is that they think they're killing a virgin because she's been pleading with them. I'm a virgin. Needy said I'm a vir-. she's not. Right. And she, she's yeah. not a virgin. Yep. So they stab the shit out of her. They think she's dead. So they yeet the Bowie knife into the devil's kettle whirlpool thing. Uh and they go on with their life. And and they do start getting their fame because mm-hmm. they did make a sacrifice, right? So now we know. Okay, they made their sacrifice. They're getting famous. They're talking about donating proceeds or whatever. So, so that is that is what happened. Can but I ask another question about that scene before we move on. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay, this is like not really like it's a little plot holy, but I'm just curious. How long did it take them to get her in the van and then sacrifice her? And how long did it take from for Needy to drive from the bar to home? Because Needy drives from the bar to home, and then almost immediately when she gets home, she realizes somebody's there, but she doesn't oh. know it's Jennifer because Jennifer's already changed. We also skipped a scene. So yeah. there's a part where Jen went after Jennifer gets murdered, where she finds the foreign exchange student walking home from the bar that's just exploded. She asks him if anyone knows where he is. He says no, and she kills him. Mm. So there's um, like a bunch of time there too, like where she like she walks home. Okay. The, yeah, yeah, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, Needy stays and helps people. Yeah, Needy oh, stays she, and like okay. runs into that. Yeah, they they say something um, of that that morning when they're talking about the people. The teacher says something about her heroic. She saved like six people or something. Okay, like I did remember the teacher saying that, but like. Yeah. I Which would count for the time a couple good times before, but I wanted to watch it right before we recorded, so it'd be like super fresh. So. No, it's a fair question for sure. Yeah, for sure. And then also, um, Jennifer's not clean when she shows back up at at um, Needy's house that first time. She's a fucking wreck. That's where she's like eating yeah. the shit from the fridge and like, yeah. um, she shows up clean after she gets after she kills colin um and i don't know the timeline for that one because i imagine needy went like straight home after jennifer punched a fucking hole in the car basically so so that one i can't i have no excuse for that one yeah and like whatever like who cares but i was just curious how much time if we had any indication of how much time was in between like the sacrifice to her showing up at needy's house as well so whatever yep so after they have that talk, Nini's like, I'm gonna call the police. And Jennifer was like, no one's gonna fucking believe you, you dumb bitch. 
And then uh, <laughs> Jennifer jumps out of Needy's second floor window and runs off. Like, yeah, killing it. Like, bye. Where are we? Superhero. Yeah. Supervillain. So then the next day, Needy goes to school and is in the occult book section of her high school library. <laughs> <laughs> Which like I that was the, that was the part where I was like I don't know about all of that like if it was like the public library shirt sure. but like your high school fucking yeah there's no way. occult section we went like, to a huge high school with a huge library and I don't even think they had an occult section that wasn't like either. dragonology or something you know yeah me either yeah. so this is where we found out that because Jennifer wasn't a virgin and she was sacrificed it basically turned her into a succubus um and she is a demon now who must sustain her beautifulness by killing people and eating them um women do facts (laughs) what is the line from this movie where it's like i'm not killing people i'm just killing Killing boys yeah Yeah, i'm not not killing people needy i'm killing boys yeah Yeah. (laughs) that line and i did post that on our instagram story for international women's day so i saw that yes i did thank you we appreciate that so then we see chip who is uh talking to needy like everything is okay and he's like hey are we going to the spring formal and he's like nah dude we gotta like break up i can't we can't be together i don't want jennifer to kill you like um mm-hmm. we, we can't do jennifer this has planted seeds of her being jealous of chip oh yeah because that like on the phone call that they had um earlier in the movie she goes chip's looking really delicious lately or something yeah. like the very 2000s yeah, yeah. like and then she she says on that phone call too like oh come on needy like we're friends like move on dot org yeah she does go off ate her up ate her up so uh then chip is like but bro i already bought your fucking corsage with a fucking fuck um Mm -hmm. and then we flash forward to needy in her prom dress which is like 80s fucking I don't puffy know what. Shoulders. Yeah, puffy sh- Her hair is huge. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They really did who dirty on that one. It was the two mm-hmm. thousands. Like it, we yeah, don't. Definitely. We didn't. They could have been. I will say we're missing two things that are important here. One, the town is now freaking the fuck out because oh, yeah. so many people have died, and that's an important part of this because she's breaking up with Chip as well because like she doesn't want him out after curfew. Um, kind of scenario and also her mother who is never like we see her who's played by Amy Sedaris which is also an insane cast um, she says one of my favorite lines in the movie she's talking to Needy before prom that morning and she says I had such weird dreams last night there was just these guys and they were like trying to pin you to a tree and they were like using hammers and it was just like my man JC and then she does the cross <laughs> over her chest. I forgot yeah. about that. <laughs> it's just such good. It's just so good. Just it's, like it's so my good. man JC. I will JC. never let anybody hurt you because I'm a strong yeah. mama bear or something Yeah, like I'm that. a strong mama bear. I can never let anyone hurt you. And then she yeah. puts her in like her prom dress. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, and then uh, we also see other scenes of Chip at his house getting dressed and ready to go, taking pictures of his sister. We do, and his mom gives him women's pepper spray, (laughs) which will, you know, come up mildly later as a defense mechanism if anyone is to attack him. Yeah. Uh, And he's, you know, quite embarrassed, but whatever. I just thought, you know, pepper spray. 
Yeah, funny. it is very funny. Um, and then we cut to Needy is already at the spring formal, which low shoulders they're playing at the fucking yeah. formal. Through the trees. Through the trees. It's fucking I terrible. Will find you. It's so bad. But she's there I drinking some punch. Have much better music than this. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. Facts. So then we cut to chip is walking to the spring formal by himself across a dark field um and out of nowhere boom bam comes jennifer and, uh, she and she's looking fucking hot to trot in her winter formal outfit so spring formal whatever formal outfit ready to fucking party um oh, yeah. And they start kind of chatting, and Jennifer basically starts planting these seeds of doubt into Chip's brain about Needy, uh, mm-hmm. and saying that Needy was too close to Colin, and that they were definitely fucking around, and that she cheated on him. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Chip gets upset. I think they make out a little bit. Not a lot, but they like... Do. Yeah, just a little bit. He like, kind yeah. of like kisses him against his will kind of scenario. Yeah. And yeah. he kind of like kisses back and then he kind of... I mean, kisses Megan Fox and who wouldn't, you know, but... Yeah, whatever. yeah, like, you know, you're there, it's happening. Yeah. I mean, she's yeah. lucky to have scored him, honestly. I'm, just playing. <laughs> I'm not that stupid. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, I'm, not, I'm not that stupid. I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, And then they go to... I read that it was a man and, like, it has a pool in it. It's like a basically it's a like mostly empty old, pool. I thought it was like an old community center. Everything I thought it was like an old school swimming pool is what I thought. Yeah. It was That's school. what I thought too, but in the synopsis on IMDB they call it a mansion. Okay. okay. I also thought it was like a community center type type thing. Gotcha. But yeah, I don't. Either way, they're in this like pool room where the pool is like disgusting, right? Like it's so gross. It's a sewer, basically. Yeah, they're like sitting on the side of the pool, kind of chatting. And Jennifer keeps trying to make moves, and Chip is like kind of into it, but like not really, because like he's still uh, he's upset about the needy thing, and he's in love with her, obviously. So then needy. Um, is like, oh shit, there's a disturbance in the forest, Chip's not here at the- and Jennifer is not here, because she's looking around at the formal for them, and they're not there. Um, and she makes her way to the mansion community center, school, whatever the fuck, pool hall. Um, and when she gets there, she sees Jennifer and Chip in this disgusting pool- and Jennifer is is like biting into Chip. Yeah, she's bleeding him. You see, it looks like they're making out. It does. Yeah, it looks like they're yeah, naked. Was on point. You see that she's freaking eating his neck. Yes, yeah. she is eating his neck. And Needy is like, "What the fuck, Jennifer? Like, hello, <laughs> what? My <laughs> fucking boyfriend? Yeah." And then she levitates. Mm-hmm. And he goes, she can fly. No. And he and Needy goes, she's just hovering. It's not that impressive. <laughs> and then Jennifer says, God, do you have to undermine everything I do? You're such a player hater. <laughs> such that a player. Whole exchange is just I, I think this is also the time where like you haven't been socially relevant since like oh, winter. Yeah. When you were snowflake queen back when you didn't have to take uh diuretics. Uh, you take um, uh, what was it? You take laxatives to stay laxatives. skinny. Laxatives, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You take laxatives to stay skinny. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So they're all arguing. Chip is bleeding the fuck out. Needy's trying to protect him the best that she fucking can. Um, I was sobbing uncontrollably. 
Yeah, that's fair. It's, there's a lot happening in this scene. Um, Needy and Jennifer are arguing, um, and Jennifer Wait, is about to. I go. have the. I found the quotes. Okay, okay. go in. Do, you, yep. do we want a dramatic reading? Please. Yes, please. So Needy says, "Why do you need him, huh? You can have anybody that you want, Jennifer. So why Chip? Is it just to tick me off, or is it just because you're really that insecure?" And Jennifer goes, "I'm not insecure, Needy. God, that's a joke. How could I ever be insecure? I was the snowflake queen." Yeah. And Needy goes, "Yeah, two years ago when you were socially relevant." And Jennifer's like, "I am still socially relevant, and when you didn't need laxatives to stay skinny." And Jennifer goes, "I am going to eat your soul and shit it out, Les Nicky." Yeah, that's right. And Needy says, I thought you only murdered boys. And Jennifer goes, I go both ways. Yeah, hell uh, yeah. Bye, queen. Bye, queen. Yeah. Oh, also, the bye vomiting queen. happens, right? That happens oh, yeah. around she this time. All over her. Yeah. All over Chip and Needy. Yeah. And that's the chocolate syrup. That had to have been so sticky and not fun to film. Well, I think what happens is needy goes to do needy hops into the pool and jennifer's gonna attack her and she sprays her in the face with the pepper spray and oh yeah arm, right and yeah. then she vomits the useless pepper spray <laughs> the, yep yep uh so then after they're arguing jennifer you know basically goes in to kill needy and chips fucking impales jennifer with i think it's like a pool scraper yeah like a big net and she says oh sorry about floggy she says um Oh, a puncture wound? That's so emo. Yeah. <laughs> and then she looks at Needy and says, got a tampon? <laughs> yes. And she's, like, dragging herself up this pole. Like, fucking disgusting. That's so funny. Um, so then Chip dies. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> and Needy is broken, and so is Ambi. Yeah. Because Chip is dead. Yeah. Sorry, um, I kind of knew. Yeah. We can't all make it out alive. No, Somebody I'll had to die. Horns. I'll find another Target brand white boy to be attracted to. It's all right. Target? More like Kmart would go off. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's more like Dollar General. Let's be real. <laughs> My standards are disgustingly low, but anyways. <laughs> the movie. <laughs> so then, um, we flash to Jennifer is hanging out in her bedroom on her bed doing teenage girl stuff. Yeah. And Needy shows up and is like, you're fucking dumb and you killed my fucking boyfriend. I hate your guts. Mm -hmm. um, and they get into, like, a tussle and Needy, like, rips off Jennifer's best friend necklace. They have, like, matching best friend's necklaces. Um, okay. And then Needy murders the fuck out of her. Yeah, yeah, she straight up kills her. Well, doesn't... Oh, no, never mind. Never mind. Sorry. Go ahead. With a box cutter. With yeah. a box cutter of all things, too. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of crazy. Yeah. Um, and then Jennifer's mom hears the ruckus um, and comes in the room. Her She's played by Carrie Genzel. Um, and she's like, you know, sees the whole scene and starts freaking out over her dead daughter because who the fuck would it? Um, and then that's how we find out that Needy ended up in the men's mental institution, right? Yeah. So. And she's like famous. Like people love her. Yes, because she's such a hard ass in the mental yeah. institution. Uh, and is known as to be the, the quote, kicker. And she says something along the line of, like, the whole nation had a boner for, de or a grief boner for Devil's Kettle. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, she gets more letters than Santa? Is that what she says? Something Santa, like that, like yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. So, 
then she's starting shit with the therapist, like, in the fucking mess hall, pushes the therapist over so she gets puts into, like, solitary. And we, we see a scene where she's, like, floating. And yeah, you find out, out a window and they change the camera and you find out the window's on like the second floor. Yes. And you find out that that is because Jennifer bit her, but she didn't yep. get eaten by Jennifer. So she got some of Jennifer's powers. Yep. And then she ends the movie saying the coolest line ever, which is that hell is a teenage girl. True. So after, so she floats out the window, right, and actually escapes her mental institution, um, and because now she she is hell bent for the ultimate revenge, right? She's got to go back to the source. Um, so she starts going to find Low Shoulder because now we have to take Low Shoulder out. So she, so she's like walking on the side of the road next to the mental institution, and she finds the fucking knife that they killed Jennifer with. Because they toss it in the kettle, and she found out where the kettle... Yeah, it just dumps. happened to eject it, yeah. To, so then she uh, hitch, hitchhikes with an old man to go uh, to get to Low Shoulder. And then um, she was talking about how she's like fall, like going to see them, and the guy was like, they're one hell of a group. And she yeah. says, tonight's going to be their last show. Yeah. Uh, which, like, hell yeah, fuck them. So then we get the end credits, and we get, like, flashes of what happens, and basically she it's makes crime it- crime scene photos. Yes, yep, yeah. yeah, yeah, so it's like they're taking- yeah, the pictures, yep, the flashing is, like, the, the flash of the camera. Um, so they make it- she makes it to the, like, hotel room where, like, Low Shoulder was playing, and she fucking murders the shit out of all of them. Kills them hard. Yep. That's yep. insane. And then, as that's playing the credits are going and we get the one song that was probably my favorite song for a decade which was new perspective from oh Panic at the same Disco. yeah that so song good. is a and bop also, used to piss me like so off because spotify never had it because it wasn't a panic at the disco song it, it was, was only for that movie song, yeah but it's now on there so if you're looking for a bop before panic at the disco r.i.p um decided to self-implode new perspective it's so good it's so good so good um and then the final scene of the movie is uh security cam footage of needy walking down the hotel hallway past like a bunch of groupies after murdering everyone so so good and that's it that's that is fucking jennifer's body life-changing iconic and out of ten, would watch again. <laughs> yeah, I've I've probably seen it like a hundred times. Yeah, I have yeah. I have definitely watched and rewatched that. It is very. It's one of those like I need some female empowerment. Fucking mm-hmm. Jennifer's well, body. After, after listening to everything we talked about, I kind of want to go watch it with a new perspective and kind of notice things. Sorry, I want to take a ride on a new perspective. <laughs> Y'all are gonna get copyrighted. Shut up. No, we're not. No, we're not. No one's gonna We don't sing that well. We don't. Um, <laughs> the things that I think are interesting is that um, the movie title, the song Jennifer's Body, is actually by uh, the band Hole, which oh, Courtney yeah. Love sings, which is yeah. interesting. I guess Courtney Love hated the movie title. Of course. She really? fucking. Also, um, she's an unpleasant person. Fuck Courtney no, Love. Be ca- I said what careful. I fucking said. Be careful. We got to be careful, guys. We got to be careful. You never know what she's gonna do. Um, also, Devil's Kettle is real. It's in uh, Judge Magny State Park in Minnesota. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, it's kind of interesting. It that falls makes sense. into like a glacier, basically. So while I was watching the movie, I wrote down a couple of the lines that I really loved. May I share? Yes, yes please. please. Okay. But now I did write down the whole villain monologue. Can I read that? It's not too Yes. Long. Yeah, definitely. I wish you would have interrupted me back then. You definitely yeah, same. In the future, please. Yeah, okay. dramatic reading. Go ahead. He says, do you know how hard it is to make it as an indie band these days? There are so many of us, and we're all so cute. And it's like, if you don't get on Letterman or some retarded soundtrack, you're screwed, okay? Satan is our only hope. We're working with the Beast now, and we've got to make a really big impression on him. And to do that, we're going to have to butcher you and bleed you, and then Dirk here is going to wear your face. And then obviously she freaks out, and he goes, relax, I'm kidding about the face thing. The rest is going to happen. <laughs> oh my. Yeah, well, right. do you do you know that Pete Wentz was actually supposed to play him? What? Yeah, he he would have been, so been so good at it. I don't know why he didn't, but I Pete he should have. He should have. Uh, so Needy and Jennifer, this is when she confronts him whenever the whole scene with Chip happens, and she Needy says, "You know what? You were never really a good friend. Even when we were little, you used to steal my toys and pour lemonade on my bed." And Jennifer says, "And now I'm eating your boyfriend. See, at least I'm consistent." <laughs> <laughs> so that one is just hilarious. Um, Colin Gray says they're showing Rock, Rocky Horror at the Bijou next Friday night, and Jennifer says, "I don't like boxing." Movies. Yeah, that's what I was trying to think of earlier. I was like, she says something that's like real, like off bright, like mm -hmm. off, and she yeah. <laughs> And then the last one, which I thought you two would appreciate, um, Needy says, are you PMSing or something? And Jennifer says, PMS isn't real, Needy. It was invented by the boy-run media to make us seem like we're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah, that one, that one cracked me up. Oh, oh wait, wait. wait. I'm sorry. Needy says, Jennifer's evil. Chip yeah. says, I know. She says, no, I mean, she's actually evil, not high not school high evil. high school evil. <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs> that was like a mean uh, girl's line. Literally. <laughs> literally yeah definitely oh so good it's just so i it's just iconic i don't know what else to say yeah i mean there's not much more to add it's honestly a, a perfect movie i have no complaints if you need you know that sort of early 2000s teenage girl but like with horror mixed in it's like horror mean girls to be honest with yeah, you yeah it is it is um, what's also interesting it. is uh diablo cody the um actor but also the producer yeah um he wrote i remember at one point because i was like why is it like i, I you know loved this movie so i did a lot of research back in the day and i remember him saying because he's gay and he had said, I had friends in high school who I wanted to share clothes with. I wanted to spend hours on the phone with. I wanted to spend all of my time with. And now as an adult, I realized I was like, that. oh, that's because I was gay. Yeah. He's like, so yeah. I wanted to put that in a movie of like, you know, these these two girls who are like obsessed with each other and spend all this time and are codependent. It's like, well, that's because they're gay. Like, that's not oh. just because like they're friends, like they're gay. Oh, wow. Yeah, and you know what? That's why we're here on and the Queer Horror Power Hour, because that's the case for a lot of horror. A lot of horror is written by queer people and are yeah. from a queer lens. And this is one of those fucking movies. Yep. And it's wonderful. Yeah, it is. So um, if you're still here, thanks for joining us um, on the first official episode of the Queer or power hour we do plan on doing a few more of these we're gonna rotate who gets to pick the movie so we can get some variety in here um and you know what stay odd arcadia